We welcome you to the Exit Fund podcast. Through this podcast series, we explore what has historically been an opaque corner of the startup ecosystem. We explore the breakthroughs, the challenges, and everything associated with building and growing companies. During this startup journey, you will learn to avoid common investment pitfalls, uncommon strategies, and tips from the makers of the startup ecosystem, and much more. Many wise sayings speak about how small dreams shape more significant realities. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Such is the story of a bootstrapped startup that started with a mere $700 investment and had no money to advertise on printed pamphlets. Today, that company which started from a 6x6 stall space generates over $1.5 billion in revenue. In this podcast, we take you on a journey of the bustling Indian street food business to understand how with a simple idea of serving an Eastern delicacy, Wow Momo garnered investments of over $55 million. This and much more on this edition of Exit Fund Podcast. In a food-loving country like India, a delicious plate of momos has always been a widely accepted street food amongst kids, teenagers, office-goers and tourists. While the market for Nepalese and Tibetan food had always been strong in India, there had always been a void for a strong fast-food chain. Of course, there were the likes of the McDonald's, KFC, Domino's, Subway and many other brands that were indicative of the changing food habits of the Indian consumers. But there was always a vacuum for a strong Indian fast food chain serving Eastern food. Since 2013, the change in the consumer spending allocation in India has been drastic. Particularly because of the growing incomes, rise in population and the influence of technology on lifestyle. Franchisees such as Burger King India reported a blockbuster IPO in 2020. Meanwhile, Jubilee and Foodworks, which operates the Domino's Pizza in India, has revised its potential store opening target to 3,000, from the estimated 2,000 in the earlier years. With the tier 3 cities and beyond still untapped, brands have just scratched the surface of India's tremendous potential in the food industry. This is exactly where the two entrepreneurs Sagar Daryani and his friend Binod Homagai, aged 21, understood the need for an Eastern fast food chain in India to deliver fast and safe food. When the two middle class students Sagar and Binod thought of pursuing their dreams of becoming entrepreneurs, they were still pursuing their graduation in BCom from St. Xavier's, Kolkata. In their college, besides for similar classes, they shared one thing in common, their love for momos. Binod's inclination towards momos was natural, having come from Nepal where the dish is believed to have originated. On the other hand, Sagar owned his journey to a momo seller outside his school, whose food he used to regularly sample. In the final year of their college, the duo began to plan their careers much like other young students. But they couldn't find a concrete goal. They were just vague ideas. At first, the duo thought of opening a bakery shop in Mumbai, but realized that they were not very great bakers. This was when Binod shared the plan with Sagar to make momos, and he jumped in. After all, the young students now had an opportunity to turn their favorite dish into a business model. Destiny, however, had other plans to test their determination. 
During the early stages of inception, both the partners received lucrative job offers from an international bank during their college campus placements. With the annual salaries of over $4,000, a hefty amount back in 2008 within the Indian economy. But who can put you down when you set your eyes on your goal? And that is when the duo decided to turn the offer down. It was a huge decision for them, considering that they had limited funding. And so, after convincing their family to lend them money for their startup, Binod and Sagar accumulated $700 to start their business. They also persuaded their family to use the ground floor of a relative's house as an operating kitchen. And so was born Wow Momos with a 200 square foot kitchen, one table, two part-time cooks and ingredients that were taken on credit from a grocery store. With just $700, the Riani and Homogai set out their venture in 2008. With so much at stake for the young college students, they knew they had to plow back profits to grow their venture. Hence, while Sagal looked after the marketing and the retail operations during the early stages of the startup, Binod focused more on production and quality control. The startup's early days were hard, and keeping track of money flow was even harder. Believing in the learnings of one rupee saved as five rupees earned, the fearless entrepreneurs set their sales at the Spencer's Kolkata, a retail area with large foot traffic. The duo managed to get a rental space for a small kiosk for a month at an 18% revenue sharing at Spencer's Retail. The borrowed sum of $700 was used to create the kiosk, design and print two t-shirts for branding and some utensils for cooking. During the early days of struggle, Saga would begin his day at 5.30 in the morning on his bicycle, riding to the nearest wholesale street market to procure raw materials such as vegetables and chicken. The duo would ensure that the freshly made momos are transported safely to Spencer in hot cases. When the market opened at 9, both Sagar and Binod would wear their routine Wow Momos t-shirt and stand at the market entrance to distribute leaflets and offer free samples of the Momos. Their marketing helped them generate a sale of Rs. 2,200 or approximately $30 on their first day, which reached Rs. 53,000 or $680 by the end of the month. Following their month-on-month -month increase, the manager of the hyperstore offered them a small kiosk store in other branches as well. In the next two years, the duo secured six similar kiosks and malls and hypermarkets in different parts of the city. Wow Momo's first independent outlet came at Salt Lake, Kolkata with an investment of $18,000 that they had earned during this time. The same kitchen where they began their operation and now expanded to 1,200 square feet and became the centralized hub for the supply of the dumplings across the city. The ground floor of that building remained the headquarter of the company. By 2011, they had decided to venture beyond Kolkata and open the Wow Momos outlet at the Phoenix Market City in Bangalore. In the following years, their menu went to accommodate 16 different styles of momos and 3 different styles of sauces that soon expanded to over 67 outlets, with 34 in Kolkata and others in Delhi, Bangalore, Chennai, Pune and Kochi. As humbly as they had started, by 2015, Wow Momos was one of the best funding opportunities in the fast food sector. In their first round of funding, they received an investment of over $2 million at a valuation of $12.8 million from the Angel Investment Network. 
During their initial expansion, Wow Momos never thought of raising capital, as their initial model was only concentrated on building the brand. Instead, they concentrated on creating the best user experience. Their experiment helped them Indianize the Momo with 12 different varieties of Momos, including non-veg options like chicken, shezwan, and prawns. And for the vegetarians in India, options included corn and cheese. While the original recipe involved steaming momos, the team experimented with the pan-fried variety. Momos were fried in different sauces, making them spicier, sweeter, or more sour, specifically to cater to the flavors that would suit the Indian palate. The main differentiator in the momo produced by them was not just their bigger size or the method of production, but also that they were wholesome. They were made of wheat which is healthier and more nutritious than flour, which resonated well with the urban audiences. More so, the shape, the color, the sizes and the flavor doubled the queue in the expanding franchise and helped them secure Series B funding of approximately $23 million by 2019. In fact, during the COVID-19 pandemic, when the food and beverage industry in general was fighting tooth and claw to reduce their losses, Wow Momos transformed its business model into a cloud kitchen outlet thanks to the increased speed of digital adoption across the Indian startup ecosystem. Indeed, the story of our Momos highlights the epitome of the best Indian startups. It demonstrates the founders' grit to succeed, their dedications to developing the best product and their ability to scale rapidly. But it is important to note that Wow Momos established brand equity first before floating their rounds of investment. It was only then that they could find seasoned angel investors who were willing to take risk and concentrate on long-term growth of the startup. The understanding of the Indian consumer's growing appetite for grab-and-go foods matched with the standardization of operations to reduce the cost per plate and essential marketing strategies were the pillars on which Wow Momo set its footing. Also, their innovation to move to cloud kitchens during the testing times of COVID-19 coupled with the growth in food delivery partners such as Swiggy, Uber Eats and Zomato added to the sustainability of the fast food chains whose business model reduced the need for large sit-downs and dining area. The food business in India is continuously growing. Compared to a decade back when there was only McDonald's and KFC, the Indian market today is witnessing a large-scale entrance of global brands. This year, the SoftBank-based Indian food delivery startup Swiggy closed a $700 million Series J funding round led by asset manager Invesco. Additionally, the revered Rebel Foods, the company that runs Faso's Oven Story and Bharo's Biryani, managed to raise an additional round of $350 million. With the takeaway segment in the quick-service restaurant industry expected to grow at about 18% and the home delivery segment expected to grow at 17.4% between 2021 and 2025, the craving for fast food is expected to flourish. We understand stories like Wow Momos can feel like a pipe dream, especially for first-time founders with no experience. Not just from the operational side, but even from the raising capital end. And so, as we continue on the journey of the startups, in the next podcast, we will help you build a brand persona and handle you through the journey of startup storytelling through a compelling case study. Once again, we thank you for joining us on the Exit Fund Podcast, where startup dreams turn into reality. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for other exclusive content. Until next time, goodbye.